I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Guys, uh, first of all, good morning. Morning, Max. Good morning, morning fellows. G. How morning, you doing? Max, sir. Happy hour, Max, is what I'm going to start calling you. Happy, happy hour, Max. I love yeah. happy hour. It's all right. I miss Nothing happy hour. Happy hour, Max. Everyone happy hour is a good hour. hour, man. man. Yeah. But Max ain't going to happy hour for the cocktails. He wants to eat early. <laughs> 100%. We I'm do a morning show. I'd like to eat dinner at 5.30 nowadays if I, I can help I got three kids, it. so I'm, we're eating dinner yeah. like around 5 o'clock every day now. The problem is the kids get back from practice and stuff. It's more like 6.30, 6:30. but I wish it could be 5.30. No, but I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about like in a normal work day. Are you talking, about like talking on about a Saturday, like a Saturday evening? Yeah, like a Saturday. Max still having dinner at 5 o'clock. My, my whole clock, though, is... When you do a morning show, as you guys know, your whole clock gets backed up. Uh-uh. So not on the weekends. Yeah, but on, even up. on the weekends, man. I, I like. It, I saw. I heard some comedian. I forgot who it was. Talk about now that he has kids and couples want to make plans with them. They're like, hey, what about how about eight thirty? He goes, who am I, a Kardashian? Eight thirty? I can't have dinner at eight <laughs> thirty. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. The reason this evening is coming up because I was talking to the fellas during the break. Uh, I'm working on about three and a half hours of sleep. Right. What, coming up dinner last night? Man, you know how it is, man. I'm out here in LA and, and He's got a life. He's, he's got kids. He's got you know That's like that Miami. No, but day, I go man. to I go dinner to until nine thirty, ten. I go to dinner, I'm like, okay, I could I'll meet you guys at six thirty seven, fine. Meet him at seven, but really the meeting started at seven forty five and then the ordering didn't happen until nine thirty. And then it's like a slow eat, yeah, right, Max? And before the time you get out of there, it's like Ten o'clock at night, you're the only people in the restaurant. You look at around, you're like, "What happened? Damn, I got to get up in three hours." It's yeah. brutal. I, that, the, the lifestyle of doing the morning show is you're up, so so it affects your weekends too, Jay. You can't say it doesn't affect the weekend. Oh no, I, I, it I definitely sleep, affects when I the weekend. Until seven thirty a.m., I'm like, "Look at this, I slept in." You know, I don't even know what that is. My kids get up every day at six. Yeah, I'm at it. Live and ready to go. I'm at yeah, it. Yeah, fr- but see, Friday, I could get a long nap. Now I'm good till I'm straight till Monday now because I'm I'm go I'm ready to go. What's a long nap, Key? Two hours. Man, I might get three hours. Yeah, three what? Is yeah, nice. I can't. Three man. is almost a night's sleep. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but three hours with a with a it's really probably two and a half hours of real sleep because the thirty minutes of tossing and turning and getting the pillow right and the, the, the move to the middle of the bed because the bed that I'm the side I'm in is already down and the other side is up. Yeah. So you kind of try to yeah. find the right. Situation to lay in. Ditch. Yeah. Then you got the dogs running in, and they yeah, got the chain on. The best and- advice you gave me, Key, when I started doing this show is when you get into bed, you leave your phone away from you, right? Like, Absolutely. You start to scroll a little bit. All of a sudden, yeah. 45 minutes ago, you go, what? I, I didn't need to know that. Like, that's I, why I sometimes, that before we move on, that's why sometimes when we have our calls and I take my day nap after the show and we got yeah. our calls and I miss them, it's because my phone might be in the office because yep. I don't want it, it next to you. me. 
listening to group texts and all. I don't want to hear that. The best, best thing for me about the morning show is that now you have joined my misery. I'll never forget, two and a half years ago, I walk in. to myself. You said, Jay, you look exhausted. Jay, you came in with looking like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> my precious. Six months Bags later, I'm like, Max, eyes. you look exhausted. Like, I yeah, hope yeah. you didn't look like that. I came in no. looking exactly like Jay did six months I was, I was doing NBA Countdown in. and this at the same time. It was, yeah. uh, it was I, well, I didn't lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm your friend. I'm like, damn, what happened to you? A <laughs> couple months into doing this show, Jay looks at me. Now I'm back to my old handsome self. All right, listen. Speaking of trying to get back to themselves, Chiefs Andy Reid, head coach, on his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, whose supremacy in the NFL is being challenged now Mahomes by Joe supremacy. Burrow because it's not just what Joe Burrow's done. It's the fact that he's had all the success against Mahomes and has also had the success he's had. So Patrick Mahomes got to play Joe Burrow. Remember, the odds went from Kansas City up three uh, or favored by three. Now the Bengals are favored by one based on Mahomes' high ankle sprain. Coach, how's he doing? Is he going to play? He told you guys. I mean, he he mentioned it to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's that's his mindset. And, And then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. All right. I mean, it affects the way I think about him, Key. It, like, it, this is a dude he has a hard time beating anyway, Joe Burrow, but I figured eh, the Chiefs are due to pop him, right? You're gonna, not going to lose every game. But now on a high ankle sprain and Burrow's clicking like this, I don't know. I think I agree with the odds makers. See, I think it's a pump fake, but that's just me. Cause the way he was limping it. around? You think it's a pump fake? No, but you got to remember, he was limping around right after he got hurt. So I don't remember if you remember on the text chain, when he was hopping around, I said, man, that dude's fine. Man, he's he got a high ankle sprain. He's not standing up on the sideline. He's, he's fine. His blood flow is going good. Mm-hmm. They done gave him some, some, some Dr. Wizard. He's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's fine. And then he went second half. Guess what? He came out there, and it was still tender. But if it was a, if it was a high ankle sprain where he couldn't play, like Tony Pollard, well, Tony broke his. But if you, if you look at it, he it got bent up. It, it is sore and tender, but it did not stop him from still being able to play. Now you got a whole kind of sort of week of rest. You're going to get the ice, the stem, the massage, the ultrasound, the hot tub, the cold ice. You know, you're going to get all that, and his blood will continue to flow. It'll heal up, and he'll be ready to go with a little bit of Dr. Wizard. And, and Jay, we've seen Mahomes play on a bad wheel before and still run mm-hmm. effectively, right? But to me, this is a little different. The way the Bengals have been playing, and the fact that it's Burrow, if it was anyone else, a loss, it's not the end of the world. Mahomes retains his position. But it's Burrow, who's never lost to him and went to the Super Bowl last year. If Burrow beats him head-to-head and wins the Super Bowl this year, we're having conversations about who the best player in football is, right, between those two. Right. Like, you think he can beat him on a bad, on a bad wheel? Yes, I do. I, look, Cincinnati's defense is off the charts. I get it, and they played extremely well. There's a reason why Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes as well, right? That defense has played its tail off the last couple of games and for most of the season. Um, But Patrick Mahomes is a guy that is a wizard to me. He pulls rabbits out of the hat. You know, he's able to do things. I mean, the sidearm slings. Like, you know, even if, like, he might limp a little bit and then all of a sudden he has a burst and he gets by you. He's able to do things so unorthodox that it throws off your timing. And I think for him, 
that ability makes him different because it's not, it doesn't feel like it's in natural rhythm, right? Like it feels like it's that herky jerky kind of Luka Doncic. Like I heard Spencer Dinwiddie talk about Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic one time saying it's it's offbeat rhythm, and to me that's how Patrick Mahomes plays sometimes. Yeah, it, it's offbeat, so it throws off your tempo. And he's probably when you when you talk about using certain parts of his body to deliver the football, his his legs has to be intact for him to most quarterbacks to deliver the football in rhythm, accuracy, all those sort of things. Remember, he's a baseball player. He doesn't need to use his legs like a Tom Brady, for instance. He doesn't need to have that. He could just bam because that's what he does. He does he's, it's just all elbow and wrist with him. So I think he'll be fine. And then if you go back and you look at the game, Max, in the second half, he was moving around. He was getting yeah, he was. out of harm's way. He was. He wasn't. It wasn't like the first half when he, you know, was. Oh, I got can't get. And he's a second tough half, guy. Was, we've seen this before. From him. Yeah, we've seen it before. From a little doctor wizard pain. goes a long ways, man. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you're talking about offbeat rhythm. One of the things that I think is like maybe the most, to me, awesome innovation in storytelling in movies in the last say 30 years, is when the Matrix figured out. When they made the Matrix, they figured out, until then, you know, when you wanted to show someone with super speed, you always showed them going super fast. But that's hard to see. So the Matrix was like, we're going to show it from the perspective of the super fast person. From their perspective, everything else is going slow. And Mahomes, to me, it's like he's operating in the Matrix. Not Not that he's so much faster than everyone else. But he is so calm. He sees the game He's so calm, it's as though everything's going in slow motion and he's able to manipulate where he throws the ball and how he does it and how he sidearms and no looks and shovel passes. So it's, it's the offbeat rhythm, but he's able to do that because he is calm under pressure. And whatever someone else is speeding themselves up, no. He's taking his time and timing it just the way he wants. You know, Key, the only yeah. thing I can really relate to it is as a point guard, like seeing plays ahead of things, like seeing like, okay, somebody's – they're, they're in drop-back coverage or somebody's denying a pass lane and they're looking at me now and as soon as they take their eye off me for one split second, as soon as I see them turn their head, oh, I can squeeze in that pass. Because like, yeah. the game slows down. But you also, you also know when you get the ball in your hand, you already know how it's going to develop. Exactly. And that's how, that's how a quarterback, smart quarterbacks like a Patrick Mahomes, they can see it before it develops. Smart football players – can tell you where somebody's going before they even know where they're going. Have you ever experienced Dr. Wizard, Jay? Because I have. What do you mean? Dr. Wizard, man. You know, Dr. Wizard, the guy who helps you, you know, make no. you feel good at no, the end I've of the never, day. No, I've never experienced Dr. Wizard. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had that experience. Maybe I could have used it after my accident, but I never experienced it. How does it make you feel? Good. Nothing ever happened? I'm guessing good. You, you're really, you're you're really you're good. Fine. You're Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you go in there, you see Dr. Wizard, he got something for you, man. You're good the second half. No problem. Dr. Wizard. Listen, man, y'all different. Y'all build different. Yeah, football players. Yeah, it's y'all build different, man. I, I love when I found out, like, a stinger is actually temporary paralysis, right? Like, in, in, a, in a limb. Right? I mean, think about that. <clears throat> you get hit and experience temporary paralysis. A normal human... <clears throat> goes to see a doctor, stops what they're doing. But a football player, uh, get back five in there. minutes later, get all right, shake it off, Keep get playing. back in there. Hold up. I had temporary <laughs> paralysis I'm like, in the limb. on IR. Hey, I'm on IR for four games. It was a, I, I'm not a dinosaur, but when I played, 
<laughs> when I played, though. Back when I played. Yeah, back when I played, they break open the little vial, put it under your nose, smelling sauce. back out there, man, you yeah, good. Man, smelling crazy, sauce. Dog. Which playoff team, guys, has the most dangerous offense? In case you're not aware of who's left in the playoffs, <clears throat> the Eagles, the Bengals, the Chiefs, or the Niners. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call click granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Keyshawn, j will and max the podcast Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance and joined by Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, of course. You can see him on such hit shows on ESPN as this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern. I heard of that show. Yeah, handsome host. Listen, Dan, we've been talking about the tweet that uh, was tweet sent heard around from, the world. Yes, the tweet heard around the world from the Dallas Cowboys official account. Like people, I get, I'm getting DMs and texts all yesterday from friends like, oh my God, I checked this. This is real. Like, yeah, we talked about it on TV. Like, thanks for watching. The, the, yeah. well, it's two in the afternoon. <laughs> they, thanks for watching. They're gainfully employed. Listen, Dan, the, the, the point is that they went at their own quarterback. Yeah. And we've been talking about it all morning because yeah. either Jerry Jones told them to do it or at the very least I mean, didn't tell him to take it down. Yeah. This got 13.9 million views. It's still up. When I last checked, yeah. the surrounding tweets, 300,000 views. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jerry likes the attention. Maybe that's a kind interpretation. Maybe he wants to send a message to Dak. What do you make of all this? So, Max, let's read the tweet very quickly so people can have context at Go. home. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup. <laughs> the Cowboys had a chance to win if they did if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds? Now, to be fair, it's captioned with a picture, mm-hmm. and and it's Dak Prescott, and they quote him saying it's one hundred percent on me. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of tied to his own quote. But mm-hmm. what do you make of all this? Well, well, they they tweet out links to the stories on their website, right? And the story is about Dak turning the ball over in the loss, and their quotes in that story about Dak saying this was one hundred percent on me. So the <laughs> tweet, the headline in the tweet reflects the story. Right, so they put a story on the website that was that was critical of the quarterback's performance uh, in a playoff loss. Now, there are different ways for teams to operate their official websites, and I think you see this across sports. There are some that would never put anything critical on there, right? Because they're they're selling a product. That's the team, right? So you want people to think the team's great, We're supporting and their own guys, right? 
There are teams that feel like that's not the right way to go because people see through it. And if all you, if you know all you're ever going to get is the cheerleader stuff on the team website, are you really going to go there? 13.9 million views. That tells you, like, the Cowboys probably think they're running their website the right way. Uh, I, I think it's, there's a 0% chance, give or take zero, that Jerry Jones ordered that, that tweet and that story written. I don't think, I don't think. I think that's so far below Jerry Jones' pay grade that that it doesn't even register. And, and quite frankly, down either, Dan. I, I doubt that it matters to him that it's up there. I, frankly, I mean, if, if the quarterback <laughs> is in the story saying yeah. it's a hundred percent on me, then that gives you license to write that headline. You I, know, I don't that's see it. yeah. That's the thing I told them, Dan. I'm like zero chance Jerry Jones zero. It's so it's he's so busy with other things that that is like. The smallest. I mean, I'm talking about like an ant in a field. And it's the smallest smallest thing. And if somebody mentioned it to him and he said, well, how many views did it get? And the answer is 13.9 million. He probably said, great. But then, see, (laughs) I'm I'm okay with, you know, team websites writing critical articles. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. See, I'm not. Like, I mean, look, you can be objective. It's not how I would do it. It's not how I I would do it, but I'm okay with that, right? We live in that world. But the problem is. When like, you just take an article and you post it, by the way, with a, a social media company for the Cow- Cowboys who have had issues with Dak Prescott before in the past, right? Remember he was missing from their offensive video clip when his contract was up? Like, <laughs> it, it's an ongoing that. thing, right? That. That so funny. the lack of awareness yeah. around that to then see how that's perceived, that's what bothers <laughs> me, especially the night of the quarterback having that bad game. Yeah, It's not like it happens – a day or two days later, happens that night. And, 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 and let me just bring y'all in from what little bit I do know about Jerry and how he kind of does things with the organization. We all assume that he's involved in everything that goes on. He's really not, man. He delegates a lot of stuff. How could he not? He just, he just does. I mean, that's what he does, Dan. I'm talking about just not only in the football side, his real estate business, yeah, his food and beverage business. Like, he delegates so much to other people of to do. Of course. Old I mean, he's 80 years old and incredibly rich. Like, of course. I mean, delegate <laughs> almost everything. I delegate everything passion. other than, like, my choice of scotch. Like, that, I, would, I would hold on to that. This is his passion. Yeah. This is his passion. He's got to be aware of the tweet. I don't think there's anything bigger going on for the guy. No, we never right said now. he's not. We never said, that. Max, he's and not aware of the tweet. Of course he's aware of the tweet. He's been up 48 hours. How could he's you not okay be aware? He, he has grandkids. I'm sure his grandkids have said. I mean, he yeah. totally right, knows it's, it's there. for overreaction, not an overreaction. I thought that's what this was. Well, are we overreacting <laughs> to this, yes or no? Of course. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys will never <laughs> win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott at quarterback. Overreaction, not an overreaction, Dan Graziano. I don't think it's an overreaction because, I mean, look, look, this is – he came up small in a big moment on Sunday and, and – there have been opportunities for him to elevate beyond very good to great, and he hasn't really taken them, especially in the playoff stage. But what I look at is the contract. There's two years left on it, one year of guaranteed money. At some point in the next year or two, the Cowboys are going to have to make a decision about whether to extend Dak Prescott again. And it's a conversation. And that conversation starts with, can we win a Super Bowl with this guy? And if they feel like the answer is no or maybe not, by the time they're talking extension with Dak Prescott, you're talking about something in the $50, $55 million a year range. You may decide that's not the way to go. The Seattle Seahawks a year ago looked at Russell Wilson, said we're going to have to extend him again in a year or two. He's going to want 50 a year. We don't think he's that player. I'm not saying Dak Prescott is not that player. I'm saying the Cowboys are going to have to have that conversation. 
And if they do, and he has another year where he leads the league in interceptions, which I don't necessarily expect, but obviously is within the realm of possibility now that we've seen it happen, then they could certainly move on. Yeah, it's not an overreaction. Everything that Dan has said, when you start to get to the back end of no money guarantee, teams start to think different about you, especially when you start to creep up on the age of 30, no matter who you are. If you're not winning championships, MVP trophies, and doing it at a high clip, they'll most likely look to draft a quarterback and let you do something different. Dan, there's no way we, no way we see Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy reunite with the star logo, is there? Oh, you're talking about a trade, a Rodgers trade to the Cowboys right now? Just asking. A completely untenable from a salary cap standpoint, okay. like not even remotely close. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes' ankle mm. will keep the Chiefs out of the Super Bowl. Overreaction, not an overreaction. It's not an overreaction. They're playing a Cincinnati Bengals team that has beaten a healthy Mahomes three times in the last 13 months. Uh, and so I think, and, and won the game, the AFC Championship game, in Arrowhead Stadium last year. So they're not going to be scared. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes, if he's limited by that ankle injury, which I think we all expect him to be at least a little bit limited, I think that could be the thing that, that tilts the game in Cincinnati's direction. If it isn't already, I think the line on that game is already Cincinnati is favored now? By a point. They were, they were underdogs by three. On the road. So four points. What? Yeah. He's never lost to the guy. Beat him on the road I know. I, I, I get it. Andy's I'm just hurt. saying. Like, that's, Dan, that's Andy's the, hurt. That Andy's should swing hurt. it in his direction. I don't know if you heard I mean, about Tony it. Tony Romo was talking at the end of the game the other night about high ankle sprains, and like he may not even play next week. Like that, You could see the line moving as Romo was talking. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's not an overreaction. Cincinnati, I think, deserves to be the favorite in that game. Yeah, it's such an overreaction to me. Oh. I, I, I think when you're looking at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, stop, not you guys, but people got to stop looking at the first half. As I said before, you know, there's such a thing called Dr. Wizard that's out there. The second half of the game, the blood started to flow a little bit oh. better. Now, look, is it tender? Is it sore? Yes. But he is certainly going to walk out there and beat Patrick Mahomes because that's all he knows. See, but That's all he knows. See, if – if he can't escape the rush the way he normally does and create mm-hmm. plays on the move, that could be – I mean, it's a close game. They're closely matched teams. It could be enough to turn it in the other direction. And I don't think – maybe I'm wrong – I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be quite as sportsmanlike as the Jacksonville Jaguars were who decided for some bizarre reason not to send any pressure after a clearly injured Patrick Mahomes in the second half of a playoff game. I, I, I don't understand that decision. I don't think Cincinnati is going to make the same one. I'm with you, Dan. It's not an overreaction, in my opinion, right? Like, I saw what the Bengals' defense was able to do to Josh Allen, who was one of the most elite in the world at creating plays with his feet, right? Held him to 26 yards on eight carries. So if they can do that to Josh Allen, I think they can do that to Patrick Mahomes when he's hurt. It's it's not an overreaction. It's not that Mahomes can't win on a bad ankle. Of course he can. It's very close, as you said, Dan. And and I'm with the odds makers, actually. I I was like, you know what? Kansas City's due to win. They're not going to lose every time to the Bengals. They'll pop them in a good game. But I thought it would be close. And now Mahomes not 100%. Burrow is or closer to it. I think I like Cincinnati close. I, I do too. But that doesn't said, mean that, this, that they can't win. Exactly. It's just, no one would be surprised if Mahomes found a way to win the game. Exactly. Zero people. That is Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. You can see him 2 p.m. Eastern on this just in. Should the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers or run it back next season? Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Wayne Why? in Why? Philly. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Wayne, where are you in the bathroom? Wayne, 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 you in the bathroom? Where are you at? I'm at work right now, and yes, I am in the bathroom. I know that echo anywhere, Max. (laughs) So I took all my conference calls at the crib. Or it's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in the bathroom. Hey, look, we got to finish this deal. (laughs) (laughs) Got to hang something on the walls to kill the echo. Got to do it. Key, Uh, you don't take conference calls in the bathroom? hmm. No. Why, why, why are you looking at me like that's nasty or something? Is it nasty? Uh, I'm, uh, He's in the bathroom right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I just, I mean, I, I can't, you know. Can't multitask? No, I'm, I'm, it doesn't, doesn't sit well. Let's put it that way. <laughs> got to focus in, man. You got to focus in. All right, look. One, it's, it is that time of year, meaning the NFL offseason. Christmas? Oh. And so we are contractually obligated to ask. Should the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers or run it back next season? <laughs> that, that's key. You know it's that time of year, right? Take it away, key. Like you said, what are you, are you thinking about Valentine's Day? What are you going to get your wife for Valentine's Day? You asked Jay. It's that time of year, right? Well, it, this is the time of year. Same thing. Right around this time, what, what's, what, what should the Packers do? What should Aaron Rodgers do? Here's Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Senior NFL Insider. ESPN NFL Senior NFL Insider. I mean, he's all over the NFL. This is on Sunday, NFL Countdown. Listen to Shefty. He, for a while, has had thoughts about leaving. This goes back a couple of years. The Packers have had thoughts about moving on from him. That's gone on for a while. At some point in time, they may want to take a look at Jordan Love. There's salary cap considerations. I think that there are going to be moments this offseason where they're going to wind up talking to teams to see whether it's worth it to move ahead and trade Aaron Rodgers. And that, to me, is going to be one of the central storylines of the offseason, moving on from a guy. And just like we couldn't imagine the day would come that they would trade Brett Favre, they traded Brett Favre. He was 38 years old, turned 39 that season. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 39 right now. So there are some real questions about his future and whether or not it's in Green Bay. And both sides still have to figure it out, but there's the real possibility that this could result in a trade. I mean, I feel like there is more chatter this year about it happening 
about him leaving when it felt like we were settled in. But I also key want to keep in mind that last offseason, I felt like things were structured in a way where Rodgers gets to put everyone through this again. What's your read of this? Oh, man. Um, it, it certainly sounds like you said, Max, there's a little more conversation around possible exit for him in Green Bay. I, you, 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 you try to figure out what I at least try to do is I try to figure out what makes the most sense for him and his career and the Green Bay Packers. If the Green Bay Packers feel like Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but for whatever reason he can't get us to where we want to go, but we can do it with a different guy that may allow us to think differently when we call plays and, and it doesn't put us through this stress test it may be time to move on from him. Now, whether that's Jordan Love or Derek Carr. How could you do that? Derek Carr's nowhere near Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that is true. But it may give them something different than what they had before in terms of how to win football games. And so when you look at it, for Aaron Rodgers, where are you going? The Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets. Is there a possibility that maybe we could figure out how to get Trey Lance back in a trade for Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of picks in the future? Like, where is the perfect landing spot for him? Should these teams run it back, yes or no? Jay, I want to start with you. Okay. okay. When you say run it back, what do you mean, Max? Like, should the Green Bay Packers they... run it back with Aaron Rodgers? Right. Right. Well, Jay, do you think do you think they should run it back with Rodgers? The Green Bay Packers. If you're not going to bring team? back his core players in that locker room, like he said in the Pat McAfee podcast, then it's time to rebuild. It's time to rebuild. That's a no. Yes, that's a no. <laughs> that that is a legit no. I think Aaron Rodgers has been looking for something. I think he has his core guys in the locker room and if the decision ultimately by the Packers is, "Hey, we're tired of this back and forth. We want to get younger." We want to start fresh, then do the right thing by your quarterback, get as much as you can in return for him, and let Aaron Rodgers finish his career somewhere else. Now, Key, Jay and I were sick and tired of talking about Rodgers, but you insisted. You insisted we must talk about the Aaron Rodgers possibility. of Seriously, Key, yes or no, what should the Packers do with Rodgers? What it's, should it's they a, do? It, it, the craziest thing is I promised that I would not talk about him in the offseason, but I'm forced to have to communicate yeah. – what I think about the situation, and they should run it back, much like Jay say. And I don't care about the whole core. But if you make the team better than what it is now, whether it's a combination of getting guys or whatever the case may be, or, or releasing guys and bringing new guys in, whatever you decide to do, make the team better, of course you, you should run it back with Aaron Rodgers. But if your decision is such that you don't want to spend the money, you don't want to do certain things, then you go ahead like Jay say, and you move him, and you get what you can get, and you allow him to go finish his career in other places, and you can now relieve yourself of what you deem as a headache. That's I why I said to you, Max, real quick. If Aaron Rodgers' line in the sand is his friends, and if you don't believe his friends are critical pieces moving forward, then it's time to move on. I want to run through a bunch of names and teams. Yep. You guys tell me. Run it back with them, yes or no. Okay, let's get through these in the next 90 seconds. Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Key, run no, it back, yes no. or no? Jay, no. 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 I also think no. Rams with Stafford and Aaron Donald and company. So Stafford, Donald, and the core pieces. Yes or no? Yes. Key? 
Yes. Yes. Yes, because I don't know what better alternative. Exactly. All right. The Titans with Ryan Tannehill, Key. No. No. Why not? Because I could go get something better. No. Derek Carr. You got to move on. The Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Yes. Ooh, why? Because what am I going to get that's better? Than Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Yeah, keep thinking. I think the, the Vikings need to improve on defense. And the yeah, so what am I going to get that's better? Could Kirk Cousins win a Super Bowl with a better defense? Yeah. Okay, then you bring him back, right? I think so. I agree. I think, like, he, Dak Prescott, he's guys like this, they can, but they just need a lot. The Patriots with Mac Jones. Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, no. No. I'll go with Zappy. I don't know what else is out there other than other than the competition that's already in the building. I mean, what are you going to bring Tom Brady back? One last ride. I'm, I'm, I love Mr. Kraft. He's a dear friend. I mean, like, what are you going to do? I would go with Zappy. That's what I would do. Me too. No, I got a competition. i put in a competition. Okay, Zappy. fine. Do a competition. Competition, then Zappy. Or you could bring in a good quarterback. Cardinals with Kyler Murray and the current basic supporting mm-hmm. cast. Yeah, nothing else you could do. Yeah. Seahawks with Geno Smith is a good one. Absolutely. You bring you it right him? back. If, you, if I'm giving Daniel Dimes $40 million a year, you damn skippy, I'm going to give Geno Smith $40 million a year. I'm gonna, it's going to be the same deal I give Daniel Jones is the same deal that I get it. I, I, think, think, Dan, I think Daniel Jones is working with less younger, than Geno Smith. A lot younger. And is regardless of what he's working with, uh, you, can't, you can't punish him. Because he's got Lockett and DK Metcalf. Yes. Jay, Absolutely. Think? Well, I think you bring him back if you're Seattle. I think, I, by the way, I actually think so, too. I, think oh, really I should have really said that. My bad. Never mind. I think he, he looked, <laughs> what, what? Geno Smith's black. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you see? You see what you're doing? You see what you're doing? <laughs> Keep right away. You're just <laughs> biased. <laughs> yeah, I'm biased. I only like the black quarterbacks. You're not supposed to look at the number of ones he had this year. What's the matter with you? Yeah, I think you can win a, I, I, I'm shocked. Key said, ah, it looked like the same thing. Gino's good. I saw his whole career and thought, nah, but he, he did. He was good. He was good. Man, dude going to the Pro Bowl. If, if, look, Late, if Daniel hey, Jones yeah. if Daniel Jones is going to get close to $40 million for what he did, and you don't think Geno Smith deserves the same for what he did? It's the he same was. thing. You took your team to the playoffs. You played well. You played within yourself. The defense needs to get better in Seattle. They got a nice running game. They got two bookend, three receivers. I mean, like, they're good. They're going to be all right. How does the Hachimura trade affect the Lakers' approach at the deadline? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. 
Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. So the Lakers make a move. Three seconds. And Kendrick Nunn for Rui Hachimara. The, uh, Rui! That's the Wizards forward. You got to see on Twitch, man. Dennis Schroeder finds out in real time. He's like, what? What just happened? I got to call my agent. What's going on? So the deal includes, Jay, a 2023 second-round pick via Chicago that the Lakers own in 2029. Mm-hmm. And the less favorable of the Wizards and Lakers 2028 second-round picks. Knowing the details, do you think this is a good move for the Lakers? Yeah. I think you can buy low for high upside. It first off lets me know that the Wizards are probably about to pay Kyle Kuzma the bag, right? Um, he's going to be a free agent. Um, so he's going to get over $100 million for his next deal. And that Rui is a guy who is talented but was coming off the bench in a log jam situation. Uh, a guy that's been really good at catch-and-shoot threes uh, since the second year of his career, now in year four. And I think he adds length. I think he's a guy that can play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis when AD gets back and is healthy. It still doesn't help them with their depth, uh, but I think it's a, an, an additional piece. And I think, frankly, with this additional piece, that should be enough to contend for the play-in position or a playoff spot. No, you, it doesn't you, get you're you right. Does not make you uh, it's not a, a championship cha- contender. It's move. not a championship. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not, a, 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 you know, a get over the hump type situation. There, there are not guys out there that's available that can get you over the hump unless you just, I don't know, you, you deplete your, your picks, you deplete your roster, and that Lakers aren't right. They're not there. Um, but I think when you look at 28, 29, that's so far down the line, they're trying to, in, they're trying to improve over the next 24 months. Because LeBron James isn't getting any younger. So this is all trying to set it up for them to be competitive into such due time that people can come off the books in 2024, Jay. Yeah, and I exactly. think that that is the way they're thinking. Yeah, well, Russ comes off the books this offseason. Right? Well, 2020, so, yeah, 2024 is what 24, I mean. Yeah, yeah. 23, 24. So Russ comes off the book this offseason. And then all of a sudden now you have cap space to operate with the length of a guy like Rui with LeBron James who will yep. be, you know, Here's the question, Jay, because I always think about at least when, like, let's start with the starters, okay, mm-hmm. before we get to the And by bench. the way, you still have your two first round picks. Like, w- one of the reasons I liked, and Danny Green was a little long in the tooth, but I used to look at a guy like Danny Green and think, the thing about Danny Green is that's 20% of a championship starting five, caliber starting five. He could defend, he can, he can do things, he can shoot the three, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you kind of lock it down, and it could be low cost or not too high a cost. When I look at Hachimara, I think. If you're playing him next to LeBron and AD, if you think he is a starter next to those two guys, because those two guys are a lot toward a championship already, that's a really nice move. It's a nice piece to put in place. If you start him alongside of AD and LeBron in your front court, is that is he starting caliber on a championship team, depending on what you put in the backcourt, of course, but do you think he can lock that down? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're playing with LeBron and AD, you have a chance to be you know, a championship team, first off. And I think Rui Hachimura, his, his pieces are compatible, compatible with the way LeBron and AD play. 
uh, pick and pop. He, he's a guy that can pop, right? So think about how LeBron Not lights James, out, but he can shoot it. Yeah, he yeah. can shoot. Catch and shoot. Right. Catch and shoot is different than doing things off the dribble. So think about all the teams where LeBron James has won championships. He's had pieces around him that have been able to stretch the floor that allow him to have space. That's why a lot of people were wondering why the move for Russell Westbrook, because their games are extremely similar and you can shrink the floor. But now adding a guy like Rui, and if you're able to find something else for a low cost or maybe this this offseason coming up, Three and D space out kind of guys. Those are pieces and you can win a championship. And maybe one guy who can take you off the dribble and get you a bucket when you need it in the fourth quarter type guy, right? And then the Lakers have something. Or you go after a guy like Bogdanovich. I know Alan Gates and I talk about that. Please, a ton. you hear please. you hear about guys like Fred Van Vliet. Yep. Well, in that situation like, with yeah, Toronto right. and some of the, like they don't really know what is the direction of their future, of their franchise. There are pieces out there now you can put together. Yeah, well, especially once the, the books are kind of clean, there'll be options for the Lakers in the summer to take a look at some of these some of these guys, no question about it. But when you ask the question, Max, does is he a could he be a part of a LeBron and A D, he may be the fourth guy instead of the third guy. He may be the fifth guy instead of the fourth guy, but he's certainly part of the starting five, and he has major upside. Anyone who can give you 30 minutes of real starting minutes next to LeBron and AD 20, in a lineup 25. is a good pickup for the Lakers right, at this point. But, I mean, I'm telling you, though, down the road. I'm t- a piece that low-key is out there, and I said his name, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, Van Vliet would be great. Because Fred can play off of LeBron and AD because he can be a floor spacer, and then also he can relieve. Like, can don't forget how offense. important Rondo was to that team when they won a chip in the bubble. Right, now give, right, him, like a better, somebody, now give him a better shot. Give a break. Yeah. I got ball handling responsibilities. I can create off the dribble. LeBron, play off me a little bit. It doesn't. The ball doesn't have to be in Bron's hands all the time. Jay, we're talking basketball, and therefore, of course, the way the sports gods work. There is breaking news. According to Adam Schefter, not Woj, Adam Schefter. So you know where this is going, Jay. Back to football. And Chris Lowe. <laughs> by the way, this is really news. Actually, the Patriots. Let me guess. Let me guess. Are hiring? Yes. Bill O'Brien. You Correct. Knew this was coming. As what? offensive we knew coordinator. This was coming. Bill O'Brien was a Patriots assistant coach from 07 to 2011. Now returns to Coach Mac Jones, with whom he worked at Alabama. What does this mean for Mac Jones? Key. Well, he gets a, a, a competent play caller. He doesn't have to deal with, you know, guys that has never called plays, doesn't understand how to develop a quarterback. And I'm talking about the, it's not even about the play calling as much as it is about developing a quarterback understanding how his drops look in sync with the routes that they run, the combinations that they run, sort of like a quarterback calm demeanor, knows how to talk to a quarterback in his headset. When you got a high, strong defensive coordinator in Matt Patricia, who now probably can slide back to the defensive side of the ball, help out on that side, and now you got a guy who knows how to talk to a quarterback opposed to a defensive coach who's wired up trying to speak to a quarterback. It just doesn't work like that. I just think that something was overlooked this past season. Right? Like everybody kept oh, talking about the decline of Mac Jones. I'm like, well, hold on a second. That consistent voice in his ear has changed. That's, yeah. that's, that's, go, that's a huge difference maker from a guy that really hasn't been on the offensive side of the ball to recognize that, that cadence and, and that communication style. Well, Let's see now, now though, there's really if no he can excuse really play. For Bill Belichick, who is entering season 10 without Tom Brady stop, and man. is sitting what on you? one playoff stop. swing without Brady. Oh, God, two. Well, one when he didn't have Brady at all. He went to the Super Bowl without Brady. Boo! Boo! All right. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Here's the real question that I care about. 
How should the Giants proceed with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley? Joe Shane was talking about it. Giants GM, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.